0: Well, hey everyone, I hope you're well. Uh, So we're jumping back into our series, getting serious about the simple things here and now. I'm sure you'd agree, it's often the simple things that we find hardest and most challenging and we forget about, right? But I, I think that as we're purposeful with our own life and the life around us that's going on around us, that's where real change happens, when we're purposeful, when we're intentional. That's where growth and maturity happens And and is formed in our lives. You know what? Regardless of what we talk about here, regardless of what series we might be preaching on, whatever theme or topic it might be, the end goal is always going to be the same: that we're learning, that we're growing, that we're developing, and we're, we're becoming more and more like Jesus. That's what it's all about. That's it. It's not simply about head knowledge, as good as that is. Like we we want to get head knowledge, but it's about life and heart transformation. So. Just wanna say that right from the get-go. If you have a Bible, why don't you turn to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, and I'm gonna be reading three verses, says this, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let's throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us, and let's run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus, who is the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning all of its shame. And he is now sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. So that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Today, I wanna talk to us about perseverance. Getting serious again about perseverance, it's simple to say, but it is so difficult to put into practice. Says here in Hebrews, let's run with perseverance, the race that's marked out for us. God has marked out each of our lives and he's got a a wonderful purpose and plan for each of us. And the writer here likens life to that like running a race. And I don't think it's referring to as much as a hundred meter sprint sadly that is the case for some people their lives are uh, cut short but for the best part and for the most part and what he's speaking into here what the writer is speaking into here is that God is preparing us for the long haul for the long distance uh, maybe a bit like a cross country that's what it can feel like at times with all the ups and downs and the 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 highs and the lows and running through mud and running into the elements and against the elements, the wind, the rain, the hail, the fog, the sleet, it's tough, right? For some, it could be more like an egg and spoon race, who knows, but whatever it looks like, God is preparing us, his people, his children for the long haul, for the long distance, for the marathon ahead. This means it can feel like a long slog. Perseverance, is such a key virtue for the Christian life. And it helps us navigate through this journey that is called life. And you know what? A life of faith is really a life of perseverance. They go hand in hand. You know, let's face it, life can leave us feeling a little weary, can't it? And if I'm honest, hand on heart, I'm approaching this a little weary, a little heavy in heart, a little jaded, a little confused. Man, it, 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 life's just odd, right? Life's just odd. Just the word lockdown makes my heart sink. So restrictive, so limited. Lockdown, this is the narrative we've been living in. You know, friends, life as we know it has changed and we're each of us trying to navigate as best we can, as best we know how. But I'm sure if you're anything like me, you've gone through a ton of different emotions, up, down, left, right, highs, lows. At any given day, I'm feeling everything. And granted though, life can be wonderful and amazing and mysterious and all kinds of lovely at times, but equally at times, it can be tough, it can be hard, it can be confusing. And for some, for many, it remains difficult, probably now more than ever. The emotional and the mental fatigue, the the physical battles that some of you are facing, that some of your families are facing, some of your friends are facing, Different for us all. We can't do the simple things that we took for granted, like just popping in and out of each other's lives, coming in 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 and out of each other's homes, you know, hanging out together. Just doing those normal things, it's taking a toll. So let me start, as we're looking at perseverance, by asking you some questions, by asking us some questions. How are you? What's it like being you right now? How's your head? How's your, how's your heart? How's your health, maybe? How's your hope? How's your faith? How's your faith? How's your joy? You know, whatever life might look like for us, God is preparing us for the race ahead, the journey of life. And that preparation is perseverance. I want to read something else to us. James 1, verse two to four says, consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. That's bonkers, right? Consider it joy when you face struggles, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Then it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Romans 5 says, in Romans 5, it says, suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character and character hope. Listen to that again, our suffering, what we go through produces perseverance and this perseverance produces character and character hope and hope does not put us to shame or some say does not disappoint us. So perseverance is a growth thing. As we persevere, we're growing, We're, we're maturing where God doesn't want us to lack any good thing. The dictionary definition of perseverance is this, a steady persistence in in a course of action, a purpose, a state, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles and discouragement. And the Greek word here for perseverance, a biblical definition of this, it kind of uses perseverance and endurance interchangeably. It means standing one's ground, bearing up against pressure, remaining behind something, having a patient endurance under life's challenges. Basically, friends, keep going, keep going, keep going. Sometimes that is just one small step in front of the other. But perseverance means, man, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to keep running my race. The Amplified Bible, this, this phrase, let's run with perseverance, says this. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us. So how do we run with endurance and active persistence? I want to suggest three things, and we're just going to pull it very simply from this text in Hebrews. Let's keep it simple, right? Keep the simple things simple. How? With people, with a person, and with purpose. It's not rocket science. Let's, let's look at this. With people. Uh, Hebrews 12, verse 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, I, I love this thought. We need to remember that you and I, friends, we are part of something massive, something huge. We are not on our own. Although sometimes you might feel like you are on your own, you are never alone. You are not on your own. You know, since Jesus defeated death and he rose again, Um, The Christian message, the Christians across the world, this message has been growing and growing and growing and growing. And what started with with a handful of believers has now multiplied and multiplied to millions and millions and millions. It's said to be over two billion followers of Jesus now on the planet. We are part of something huge. And right down throughout history, there are stories of men and women of faith that have run well, that have run the race, that have finished their course and are now with the Lord. And Hebrews 11 gives us these descriptions. And I feel like this sets up Hebrews 12, of course, 11, 12, but it sets up what we're being encouraged with here in Hebrews 12. If you look back to Hebrews 11, it gives us some incredible examples of faith, of how people held on through challenges. Um, Talks about Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. It goes on and on. Moses, Rahab, on and on and on. Men and women through history that throughout all the odds stacked up against them persevered. They had this steadfast endurance going forward. They kept going. And through them, we see what perseverance looks like. So let me encourage you, look over these heroes of faith. And this could be what the writer of Hebrews is referring to here that down the ages uh, with the people of God they've this huge company of people that has produced this huge cloud or this huge crowd that are now cheering on all the other runners that are currently running I love that thought like in a stadium Many of you know I'm a football fan. Many of you might be football fans and obviously stadiums are not full right now. But my beloved Liverpool, Anfield is known as a fortress. Many of you will disagree, but Anfield is known as a fortress and particularly the cop end. When, when, when the opposition are facing Liverpool at the cop end and thousands of fans are cheering on their team. The Mighty Reds, thousands of fans are singing players' names. They're chanting their name. They've made up songs about them. Can you even imagine what the players must be feeling? Electricity running through their veins, their heart being pumped on. They're feeling like, yes, we can do this. I feel like this is some of what the writer is wanting us to see here. that we're not alone. There's a surrounding of a cloud of witnesses that are continuing to cheer on God's people, saying, keep going. They're cheering on your name. They're cheering on my name. They're cheering on the church to say, we will not be defeated. Keep going, keep running. Do you know what? Also, there's people present now. There are stories of heroes of faith, men and women now that we can learn from. Maybe people that you know personally, that you know, man, this is how they hold on through adversity. This is how they hold on. This is how they've persevered. We learn from one another. There's heroes of faith now. There's a cloud of witnesses around us now that we can learn from. You know, it's, in, <clears throat> it's important that we, we run together, that we run side by side, that we're not on our own, that we run this race. Obviously, we've, God's marked out individual races but we're on the track together all the all the lanes look different but we're on the track together so I want to encourage us like find running buddies find running partners people on the race as well who might your running buddy be who could you be a running buddy for someone that you could mutually keep saying hey let's keep running let's keep looking to Jesus let's keep going so this moves us to the next point a person Obviously, it's a no-brainer. We're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, men and women of faith that have gone before us, that are around us now. But more importantly, we fix our eyes on Jesus. Verse two, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, or the author and starter, the completer finisher of our faith. We're encouraged to consider him, to be drawn toward to look attentively at, to think carefully about before making a decision. That's what it means to consider. So when we look at our lives, when we look at what's going on, when we look at the funkiness of our own hearts at times, when we, all the pain, and we think, man, can I keep going? Do I even want to keep going? Is it always going to be like this? We fix our eyes on Jesus, and we look at him attentively, and we consider him And then we conclude, yes, I can. I can keep going. Because we know that Jesus endured for us. He endured the cross with all of its horror. He endured the cross, it says, scorning its shame. He took the full weight of the world's brokenness all of the horror of humanity, of our broken hearts, of the wounds, of the pain of humanity on himself. And he carried it and he nailed it with him to the cross. When the Bible says, and it was all canceled out, all guilt, all debt, all shame, canceled out by his one wonderful act. He died there with it, but he rose again wonderfully. And the scripture here tells us, and he is now sat down, he endured the cross, scorn in its shame, and he has sat down in victory at the right hand of God the Father. Friends, he kept going for us. He endured. He persevered the cross, all because of the joy that was set before him, the joy that was the other side of all of the endurance. He kept going, and that joy was you and I. Friends, you need to hear that. You might need to hear that today, that you are the joy of Jesus. You are the joy that took him beyond the cross. You are the joy that he carried in his heart, which made him endure the shame and the horror of the cross. We are his joy. It's amazing. And something incredible to remember here is as we fix our attention on him, he has always got his attention fixed on us. There is never a moment that Jesus is not looking at you. There is never a moment that he is not interceding for you. The Bible says he is interceding for us before the Father, continually remembering your name, continually cheering on your name, continually bigging you up before the Father. He is continually having his attention fixed on you. It's amazing. Friends, Through everything we go through, let's hold on to Jesus. Let's look at him attentively. Let's consider him so that we will not grow weary or lose heart. To persevere is to persevere with Jesus. To persevere well is to hold on to Jesus, to fix our eyes and to consider him. Lastly, it's all unto an ultimate wonderful purpose. 1 Corinthians 9 24 to 25. Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run? Friends, we're on this race and we all run, but only one gets the prize. Run in such a way to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. And this is what perseverance is all about. Strict training. We're training our character. We're, we're developing our Christ-likeness. It, we go into strict training They do it though to win a prize, to win a crown that will not last, but we do it to win a crown that will last forever. You see, this perseverance has a point to it. We are persevering towards a fixed point in time. The finishing line is in distance. The finishing line is in distance. Jesus is the completer and he's the finisher. As it says in Philippians 1 as well, the good work that he started, he will bring to completion. And I feel some of you might need to hear that. The work that he started in your life, that could have been 30 years ago. That could have been 60 years ago. That could have been last week. The good work that he started in your life, he will complete. It's all towards a point. You see, we're not running aimlessly. We're not just running into the wind aimlessly. We're we're running with purpose, with the ultimate goal and hope in mind. It's not a head down, just head into the wind, stoically hanging on. No, we're, we're running sometimes like Dolly steps, sometimes step on step, but we're head up. We're looking upward. We're looking toward Jesus. We're looking to that day in mind, that finishing line in mind. You know, Jesus is not only an anchor for us to hold onto in the storm, but he's also the hope we're running towards. He's also the hope we're running towards. Friends, we're running towards eternity with Jesus. I want you to think about that for a moment. Through everything we go through, we are running towards eternity with him. Eternal life with God, perfect peace, perfect harmony, bodies renewed, eternal life with Jesus, where he is one day making all things new. Man, it's amazing. Let me finish with this. Philippians 3, and I'm going to read from the message. Philippians 3, 12 and 14. I'm not saying that I've got this all together, that I've already made it, but I'm I'm well on my way. And I'm reaching out for Christ, who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert at all this, but I've got my eye on the goal. Where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. Friends, let's have that in our hearts that we have Jesus in our mind and we're off and running and we're not going to turn back. Let me encourage us all, let's continue the race that God has marked out for each of us. Let's run with steady and persistent perseverance through all of life's challenges. Let's have our eyes as we persevere fixed on Jesus, the starter and the perfecter of everything we do, the perfecter of our faith. And let's keep our eyes fixed on him as we run into eternity. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you that you're good. And I thank you that you love us. You know us by name and you love us. And I just ask that whatever we're going through right now, we'll turn our attention to you. Maybe that's small dolly steps towards you again, or maybe that's grabbing hold of you through the storms of life. Maybe that's just sitting calmly, smiling as you look at us. Whatever that might look like, I don't know. But I just pray, Jesus, that you would help us persevere. Holy Spirit, would you be our guide? Holy Spirit, would you be our strength? Holy Spirit, would you be our empowerer as we look to Jesus and we follow Jesus and we hold on through the storms of life? Thank you, Jesus, that you are joy. You're our hope, you're our healer, you're our future. And you're the one we're, we're waiting for to come back. You're the one that we're holding on to as we run into eternal life. Thank you for everything you've done for us. I just pray for your blessing to be with us. I pray for your hope to remain with us. In your precious name, Jesus. Amen.